yo, foreigner, you crazy for this okay, one. Riding when I'm left hooking fiends said they love me cause they know I keep that sack moving Sad to say but this is the life that I have growing I had to hustle skipping class man I was truing I can flip some packs and teach you how to do it This the real deal Better watch your back cause people will kill Kill Bill Kill switch on the Glock Yeah this the real real And people spin around them blocks just like a Ferris wheel But that's enough of that Let me tell you about my life and where I grew up at I grew up in the south of Topeka Then I moved to the east in the streets and I ain't fucking with neither I ain't the type to go with kill or go and sit on that block Going on Bucket Discussions family is the boy Jay Coop, man, one third of the Bucket Discussions podcast. And hey, man, I'm here to remind you to make sure that you guys are tuning in to our previous videos on the Bucket Discussions YouTube channel and make sure to also stay tuned for more great basketball content coming. Yo! Yo. Welcome back to the Bucket Discussions podcast. You guys know this is the podcast where we're going to be on the stat sheet, we're going to be on the narrative to bring all that real, authentic fire. Sports conversation, man. It's your boy Taj James, aka TJ, aka Lakers fan, aka Chiefs fan. Two, two, one. Shout out to my Chiefs, man. They got a, a very good dub yesterday against the Bucks, and I'm very happy about that, man. It felt good. Um, also, aka one third of the Bucket Discussions podcast, and I'm gonna pass it to the guys, man, to my partner. What's good with it? Hold on, hold on, I'll make it very long. What's going on? You know, we back with at y'all with another episode, man. Um, another podcast, another installment. It's your boy Trey, aka the girls down sugar, aka trigger, aka whatever you want, Dr. James, whatever you want to call me. Um, we are back at y'all with another episode. I'm gonna pass it to bro. Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your boy Jay Coop, and we are back. You know what I'm saying? For another, you know, for another episode of Bug Discussion, we are excited to get into it. We have some stuff to tell you guys today. Uh, yeah, man, it's been a eventful month when it comes to football. So we got a little bit of football. We got a little bit of basketball to get into, but I'm going to pass it back to my man, Todd, just in case we have any church announcements before we have to start the show, man. Oh, we, definitely, we definitely had church announcements, man. The most important part of church. Yes, sir. First off, make sure you guys are tapped in. If you can't watch on YouTube, Make sure you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts. Mm -hmm. Go go ahead and add our show to your playlist, man. Add us to to your weekly routine. Also, we're on Spotify. We're on different apps like Google Podcasts, man. I'm pretty sure like Podbean, stuff like that, man. We're on on a lot of places, man. So go ahead and get us with the audio version. If you can't, sit down and watch or listen to to us on YouTube. Make sure you're tapped in with that. Um, Also, I want to, before we get started, bro, I want to ask, bro, how was... New York City, man, the Big Apple. Um, kind of get into why you was down there and kind of what the vibe was like down at NYC. Yes, um, first and foremost, man, I attended um, New York City as a Thurgood Marshall Leadership Institute scholar, man. Um, just elected to represent the campus of Lynch University. Um, it was a big three-day affair, or let me say it was, it was five days, but a big three-day career fair, man, where we got the, the chance to network and interview di- with different companies, you know, getting internships, getting job op- job offers, um, things like that. But let me speak to the to the energy of New York. Well, I was down there in New York for uh, five days. Um, of course, we had our Thurgood Marshall Leadership Institute things where we had to go to this talk, to this meeting, this interview, um, to look at, talk to this company, do all that type of stuff. But afterwards, bro, um, it was about, we went from like eight to eight. 
Um, then afterwards, we had our free time. You know, hit the streets, man. I hate to say it like that, but you know, we got the free time. <laughs> hit the streets, yeah. I will say, just the just the the energy down there. The the fact that it's just like jumping all at at that time of night. Um, you got people TikToking, you got people selling stuff, you got people doing this, people are doing dancing. There, you got your tweakers over here. You just got a lot going on in New York, bro. Um, I'll say it's definitely definitely the experience is to be at the in the heart of New York Times Square. Um, just seeing just seeing everything that's going on down there, bro. Everybody's selling something, everybody got places to be, the restaurants, uh, the food again. Um, and just the people, man, the, the chance to network with other students, man, like me. Um, definitely experience I won't forget um just a lot happened in New York man the clothes the shoot the, the stores how everything is set up I think everything's just so crowded it's just always high functioning um you got Broadway shows you got people trying to sell you this people trying to sell you glasses people they taking pictures of you they snap <laughs> for you and hey, you want this picture man come check this out and oh, then, yeah they, they doing a lot for you but they hooking you up so I, I thought it was a, a definitely a great experience man um, hopefully we get that video up pretty soon, man. So y'all can check it out, man. See, see for yourselves. Yes, sir. Stay tuned, man. Sure, bro. Good Sorry to, to see that, man. I'm glad, yes, glad you got to experience that. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. All right. So without further ado, let's hop straight into the show, man. We have the first topic on hand. Um, my boy Coop, man, I want to shout out to him for this and just kind of, you know, getting our heads on straight about the situation. You made Doka. This popped off a few weeks ago. Um, we're really not sure what happened, but we know that he had a consensual relationship, an improper consensual relationship with somebody with the Boston Celtics, a staff member of the Boston Celtics. Um, as a head coach, he was he was warned multiple times to stop. He didn't stop. So he got a handed down a one year. Oh, he was warned. Yeah, they warned him. Uh, we're crazy. not sure. We're not entirely too sure about the details. So we really can't speak to what and what he didn't do or what he shouldn't have did or what, what, what happened. We can't speak on none of that. Um, as Coop alluded to earlier in the pre-show, a lot of people have a lot of different opinions. A lot of people are experts. A lot of people work for the Boston Celtics, even though they never worked for the Boston Celtics, so they know what happened. Got so, insight, don't they? Yeah, a lot of people have inside info, man, but we don't have the inside info, so we're not going to speak on the situation. We don't know what happened. But what we can speak to is Emei is not going to be there next year. How does this affect the Celtics next year, man? And the question that I have for you guys is what percentage chance do the Boston Celtics have to make it back to the NBA Finals next year? Ooh, that's a that's an interesting question. I think, and I really hate to say this, but I think MA played a large role in their success. I mean, even though he wasn't on the court, I feel like what he brought to them from a coaching standpoint, even though at the end of the day, you know, coaches can only do so much. It's the players out there getting the work done. But I think what he brought from them from a defensive standpoint, um, their ability to shut down I – mean, excuse me, let me say shut down, but the ability to, to kind of hold top scores like KD and Kyrie, um, kind of – they got them up out of there with a quickness. Um, so their ability to kind of negate those type of – those type of top-level scores um, and – Basically everything he brought to the game, even when even if you look to the NBA finals, which we're predicting him to get back to looking at their odds. But I think just his coaching and his will that he put inside, put in it and in the confidence he put in certain players, like you look at Rob, 
Rod Will, Fofo, throwing everything. He he was injured. He was the kind of the guy that was just kind of pushing them like, man, I know you're hurting right now, but we need you. We need you to do this. Yeah. We need you to do that. And I think that's a big thing coming from a coach. Um, I think he did a lot for that team. I'm not saying not saying those players didn't do their thing, but I think he did a lot for that team to, to allow them to be in the position that they were in. So I think that does kind of lower their chances a little bit, in my opinion. Um, but at the end of the day, they still have they still have those core group of guys that they took with them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, they still have JT, who's definitely coming back for a vengeance because he didn't have the the finals appearance he wanted. Um, however, I do have to speak to the people who are also coming back from different teams, um, players that were previously injured the, the previous season. Um, not saying they had a cakewalk, but there's going to be a lot, a lot. There's a lot more firepower in the NBA. Let me say that there's a lot more teams that are doing a little bit more work, man. So I don't know. It's, it's definitely not going to be any easier than it was last year, but I'll give them. You said the percentage. Oh, that's it's tough. tough. Yeah, it's very tough. I mean, the East is the East is about to be hell. It's just about to be um, murderous row. I'm gonna give them. I'm gonna give them twenty five. Is twenty five too low? Nah, I, feel, I mean, and hey, whatever I, you feel, bro. Actually, yeah. I'm gonna give them twenty percent. Twenty percent. Twenty percent. That's cool. I mean, shit. I mean, it, it just depends on what the percentage of all the other teams are, but we just got to see how this shit plays out. But, no, you're 100% right, bro. Um, this is definitely going to be uh, – it's not going to help the Celtics at all. I don't think they're going to be necessarily a better team without him. Um, I just – I don't know. It's just because it looks pretty tough, you know what I'm saying, just because, I mean, this was a first-year coach that just came in and helped them get to the finals. You don't really see a lot of coaches like that, you know what I'm saying? So, it, it's it sucks – when you do have a first-year coach actually get to the finals, and then this something like this happens, you feel me? So uh, it, it's going to be tough. It's definitely going to be tough for the Boston Celtics. But like Todd has just alluded to, um, it's not the player, it's not the coach that's going to be out there on the court, you feel me? So we're going to have to just see what their new additions can do. You know what I'm saying? They did get Danilo Gallinari. They got Malcolm Brogdon. They just picked up Blake Griffin the other day. So they definitely still have a – they just got better as a team. They, they definitely got overall better. Uh, when it comes to the players in the roster, but losing MA, it's definitely a loss, bro. That's that's definitely going to take a hit. But if I had to give them a percentage, um, honestly, I'd probably <clears throat> go ahead and just give them a 50% chance, just like every other contender I'd give. You know what I'm saying? Like any other team that's in the top A seeds, I'd probably give a 50% chance, unless you're literally like the, you've barely snuck into the playoffs. But other than that, I feel like Everyone, as long as you're in the playoffs, man, you have a chance to win a, a ring. And I definitely do see the Boston Celtics uh, trying to win a ring. Yeah, bro. I feel like a lot of people don't uh, – they don't speak on that enough, bro. Like, even I forgot sometimes that Emea Dunk was a rookie head coach, man. This is his first yeah. year. Um, bro, really, he took the, the the team by storm, man. And, like, me, I'm hoping that Darvin Ham for the Lakers is, is our our personal Emea Dunk, man. He comes hey, he in there and kind of changes, changes the culture, man, and just how we – how we rocking yeah. out, man. So I do think it's pretty crazy, but um, it it's pretty tough because he man, Doka's not out there, but we all know the the impact of a great head coach. For sure. Man, if he's not there, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be tough for them. But like bro said, they still do have their core players and they added pieces, man. Yeah, they did lose yeah. Gallo, but Gallo never played for them. He he tore his ACL, I believe. But I they think added he should like, be back. Yeah, I he's gonna he be, back? be back. I think so. He's been, uh, you know, rehabbing and stuff like that. So there's a possibility he could play this season. So which I mean, would be nice. Because we know Gallo, he a flamethrower. 
No, he is, bro. You're a flamethrower. No, you're not lying, bro. He can, he can, you know, shoot that thing. So if he comes back, um, they added Blake yeah. Griffin. We know Blake Griffin's a a, a do it all type of player. Um, Malcolm yeah, Brogdon like at point yeah. guard. Um, oh, well, I'm really gonna, I'm really not like super down on this team, and I think we yeah, seen media day, bro. It wasn't really like. It wasn't really like a, a downtrodden type of manner like we seen other NBA teams media days. Oh, it could have been like a that. lot worse, bro. It could have been a they lot were, worse. Especially they were the still West. excited, man. They look yeah. like a, a a team that's together, bro. They bringing back a lot of the same pieces from that NBA Finals run, man. So I don't think this is going to hurt them as far as like them being a team next year and being able to compete. I think they'll still be able to compete. Now, will they just be able to, you know, run through teams like they did last year? And I don't want to say they ran through teams because that makes it seem like it was easy, man, but – they were really a buzzsaw defensively. Um, yeah, I think that side of the ball was what really took a jump, bro, because offensively, the Celtics yeah. have always been good, man. But <laughs> mm-hmm. defensively, I feel like it's really it's really already instilled in them personally, like, to play defense and be out there now. As far as somebody that's going to be able to, like, light a fire and get on their ass, because Emeridoka, he was really, like, a fiery type of coach, man. Yeah. Like, if you weren't playing good, bro, he's going to call you out. If he wasn't playing good, he'll bench you. He don't care. But, like, I think that's going to definitely take a – that's going to hurt them. They're going to take take a step back as far as that, bro. But as far as them being a good team, bro, they'll still be, I believe, a top five seed in the, in the East. And like you said, once you get there, bro, there's always a chance. So I'm going to go with 50%, bro, because I feel like every team has a 50% chance if you make the playoffs, man. Either you're going to get there or you sure. don't, man. So I feel like the Celtics, I don't think they're necessarily going to be a bad team next year just because they lost their head coach. Um, hey, Joe Missoula, go ahead. I'm going to add to that, bro. I definitely think – I think they're definitely a playoff team. That's that's not what I'm – I was getting to, but the NBA Finals is a different story because, like you said last year, bro, when when Jason Tatum was going through his little struggles and slump, you were like, I think you made a very valid point. This is not something you come across. You don't just get to the NBA Finals. It's not that easy. Um, so I think, I think I took that into account. So I, I do like the twenty percent number because I'm not saying like it's definitely not going to be no damn cakewalk. That that the cakewalk disappeared long ago. But I think to get back. Shit, they never had a cakewalk, though. It was hard last year, though. Yeah, they yeah, played some I mean, That's what I'm saying, but, like, there was no cakewalk. I mean, any NBA Finals team, whether you – I don't think there's a cakewalk. I mean, I know we talk about, oh, you didn't play this team, you didn't play this team, yeah. but to get to the NBA Finals, you had to – you wasn't no – you don't just luckily end yeah. up in the NBA Finals. You have That's something you have to grind and work for. But however, I think MA, that's a big piece. Yeah, I hate to say it, but that's a big piece. Is, yeah. But, bro, we still got to remember, like, this man has, like – kind of put his imprint on that team. I know he's him not being there is definitely going to hurt them, bro. But I feel like it's kind of like – They kind of have a formula to go off. Yeah, of. that's what yeah. I wanted to say. I was going to say like a substitute teacher, but that's not a good analogy because folks still going to cut up with the gonna, sub. Yeah, it's probably but not going to be know, that effective. You know what to yeah, do, I see though. what you're saying. Yeah, you know yeah what for to sure, do. bro. Fact. You're not going to be yeah, out I, there like – No, that's a good point, bro, because, I mean, you think about it, bro, the main core for this team, Marcus Morris, you got Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, like that core right there defensively looks pretty good because you've got two big-ass wings. And then you got Williams, Mark- bro. He yeah, Robert Williams too. as well. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So this team, I feel like they definitely found their identity, which is a good point that you brought up. Uh, but at the same time, it's definitely it, – it's probably going to be a little bit tough just not having M.A. on the sideline, you know, giving you the words and shit. And honestly, I was going to ask you guys, how awkward do you guys think it's going to be when he does come back next year, like you guys think this is going to affect their chemistry next year? But, hey, will he even come back though? Because we still don't know if he's going to come back. Because hey, if he don't come all, back, that's going to be tough. The only information, yeah, the information we got right now, it just says that he's suspended for one year and that he he should be able to come back next year. That's but all do I think we know. So do far. I think it's going to be weird though, bro? I don't think it's going to be weird at all, honestly. I mean, 
He actually, we don't have all the facts. That's what I'm saying. Might be weird. You right? I just what I was getting ready to ask y'all. Did y'all hear anything? Like, I know it's not all fact, but from what y'all heard, do it sound pretty bad? Because I haven't heard anymore. It sounded like y'all heard a little bit something that sounded like from what Matt Barnes said. It doesn't sound bad, bro. Yeah, from what Matt Barnes said, which is all I heard, is that he made it sound like it was something that was like fireable over. But for what we know right now, he is going to be coaching next year until something else comes out. You know what I'm saying? But as of right now, he will be coaching next year. But I just want to know, like, how awkward do you guys think it's going to be for a whole different coach to coach this whole year and then the inmate just comes back like nothing ever happened? You feel me? I don't feel like that's just it, it will be awkward. It will be a little bit awkward, maybe, bro. Just just for the, the pure first, fact that yeah. As far as like that trust factor, bro, because the head coach, you're supposed to be a leader, you're supposed to lead by yeah. example, not just on the court, bro, but off the court, like. Most coaches in the league, I'm not saying they're perfect people or nothing like that, man, but sure. they, the heads on straight, bro, they they usually got wives, they got families, they marry, stuff like that. But honestly, bro, I, I don't know, though, because it's like we don't know all the facts to what happened, bro. But, like, if it's just the simple fact that he had a relationship with whoever he cheated, I don't think that's going to be an issue. But if, he, if it was like he was, like, you know, forcing and stuff like that, bro, I don't want to say that. But if it was something like that, it's definitely going to be weird, man. But – just off the fact of the facts we have now, I don't think it's going to be super awkward or nothing like that. For sure, bro. Because, bro, I, I feel like it's going to be business as usual, bro. Like I said, yeah. they're, this coach underneath is is one of uh, Emei's guys, bro. So I feel like it's just going to be, all right, y'all know what to do, man. Like, he's going to put his own imprint, obviously. They're not the same person. But I feel like right. it's going to be like if a, if a, like, uh, a coach pop, if he was to, like, leave, I'm not saying – he made that great. But if he was to leave, bro, it's still going to be his system. Like He has people underneath him that know how to run his system to a T. Obviously, they're going to put their own spin on it, bro, but it's not going to be the exact same, man. Hey, bro, I think, I, think a lot, I think a lot of it depends on kind of – because at the end that's of the day – That's a good question, you, though. You know, was in – it was a great question. M.A. was in positions where you, that's, a, that's a – like I like to call it a game-time decision where, okay, yeah. do I do this? The only person that can really do that's that – true. Is inmate yeah. to make those kind yeah. of calls and it'd be beneficial. And not saying the guy up under him doesn't have that capability, but I'm just saying I gotta give inmate his credit to just say, like, it's not, it's I think it's a little different to just okay, you have my system, boom, there it is. I think that's, 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 a, that's, that's a big piece. Sure. But those game time calls were okay. Yeah, which guy do I pull? Which guy do I put in? Is this guy hot right now? Do I trust him for a little bit more? I think yeah. that's just something that MA has, and I think he did a great job. Which credit to him, bro, for getting it, turning that team around. You know what I'm saying? Getting them boys to the finals, bro. But I don't know what everything that happened, but I also have to consider that maybe they just like, I think maybe they get to a point where like, okay, maybe we just want to move on from MA. I don't, it, if it sounds, I don't know how bad it is, but maybe they get to a point where just like they kind of start giving them the cold shoulder, bro. From what and they might, bro. yeah, they might start hooping next year, but they like, all right, cool, we really don't need bro no more. So yeah, like, we, we, don't, we don't know, man. Yeah, but, yeah, know, this man. is this is a sticky situation, though. I ain't going to lie. For sure, bro. Definitely yeah, the only reason I brought up this question was just because I've seen a lot of, you know, Celtic fans just question the future of this team. You feel me? Like, I've seen a lot of them just be like, damn, man, M.A., the leader of the team, if this is what he's doing, like, obviously either didn't care about the team or, like, if this is the leader we have, then we're probably not going for it. You feel me? But at the same time, it's like, yeah. it just sucks because M.A. is great as the coach he, if he, as he was. You know what I'm saying? We all just gave him his props. It just sucks to see him go out and do something like this to jeopardize a team that did just come off the finals. You feel me? So, I mean, like you said, bro, it's a sticky situation. So, uh, man, I hope they can get this shit resolved. I hope M.A. can come back to coaching. You know what I'm saying? Depending on what he did, I guess. You, you feel me? Yeah. So, yeah, man. Shout out to Celtics. All right, man. 
Do y'all got any other any other uh anything to add to that? Conversation? Yeah, bro, I feel like I um, feel like we we spoke about that perfectly, honestly, bro. Yeah, bro. I just want to just one quick thing. What is it? Improper, intimate? What what you say? Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I hate that bro. But like, what is that? Improper, improper, intimate relations. Improper, intimate sound, relations. That's gonna be the that's gonna be the name of this episode, bro. But that's what happened, bet. man. But yeah. improper, intimate. I, hey, that sounds like some super like some super like corporate type of type of lingo. Exactly like that, Let me not like laugh. Some shit they just it sounds like some shit they just pulled out their ass. Honestly, that's what like, it sounds like. What is that? I've well, never, yeah, bro. I mean, I've heard about some shit like I that. mean, I guess it's I guess it's a rule as far as like, especially in the Celtics organization. But like, I didn't know this was a rule in corporate America. Like, you really can't. You're not supposed to be messing with or even you know stuff like that, entangling with people that you work you with, stuff like that. Hey, well, hey Miss Malika Andrews. Hey, Miss Malika Andrews. We <laughs> on your head too. You better be careful, man. She be speaking hey, on her ass hey, bro. going crazy. Yeah, bro, I don't, don't want to gas her up too much, bro, but she dating David Miniman lame yeah, ass, but that's, yeah. that's crazy, bro. And shout out to David Miniman, bro. He, he, he talk, but hey, hey yeah, man, that's crazy. You real But yeah, that. Malika, she was, she, she going, Malika going hard in the paint, though, for sure, man. Um, As far as this E-Man situation, she's very upset about it. She don't want nobody to, she don't want nobody to blame women and stuff like that. She spazzed on Stephen A, man. So, yeah, <laughs> she, she definitely going hard in the paint on this, this uh topic, man. Power. They do a lot of shady stuff, man. So I don't want to speak sure. on that, bro. Um, we'll just wait for the facts to come out and see what happened and stuff like that, man. So you know, for sure. Let's just go don't ahead. Don't be a hypocrite, man. Don't be nah, a real hypocrite. talk, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> real talk. You can't be calling folks out, but you, you know, people. Hey, Fuck the internet gonna do their research on you, bro. If you going hard they on somebody, bro. <laughs> they will. They're gonna yeah. figure it out. Yeah, for sure. Bro. Internet will pull your car instantly. Straight yeah. like that. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. I looked it up and found it like that. So I'm like, damn, that's crazy. But you know, um. This she got the nerve. You want to let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and transition, man. Um, yeah, man. Talk about it, bro. Let's transition to this Tua Tag Tua Tag of Viola. Tua Tag, Tag of Viola. Viola, man. I don't <laughs> know. I can't right say there. bro's name, but Tua yeah, T. Can, he was con- well, actually, I don't want to say that, man. Tua T. He banged his head off the ground. That's all I'm gonna say against the Buffalo Bills um <laughs> on Sunday. Bad. And then three days later, four days later. He played against the Bengals, man, on Thursday night football, which is a super quick turnaround, bro. Me personally, when my team yeah. plays on Thursday night football, bro, I kind of cringe a little bit because it's like, damn, I hope nobody gets hurt this week, man. Like, that's a super short week, bro. Um, I know a lot of people don't – they don't factor in, especially NFL, man. They just want their money. But they don't factor in the, the rest of the recovery, man. I never played tackle football, so I can't speak to this, man. But I heard a lot of former football players, players that play in the NFL, talk about that Monday after a football game. They can't even get out the bed because they they body so achy and so sore and just yeah. it hurts everything hurts man so Damn. if you're a football player comment down below and just yeah. kind of talk about that man and how it feels after you're done playing a tackle football yeah. game but for them to go back out there three days later and not be able to recover fully it's kind of tough I know we all just enjoy because it it's more football and oh we get to watch football on Thursday man but that's a super tough situation too where he was put back out there. I'm pretty sure Tua said he could play, but sometimes you you can't listen to the player when it comes to stuff like this. So Tua Tagaviola, Tua T, he had he had his head banged off the ground. He got up. I don't know if you guys seen the play, but he got up. He was wobbly, man. Like he shook his head a little bit. And the Dolphins said he had a, a, a what they say a back injury. They said he had a back Something injury, like that, man. Back, so back, back. they said he was cool. Me personally, bro, I'm gonna just take the word for it, bro. I'm not gonna say they're liars or nothing like that. Unless these, these the findings of the NFL come out and say that he had a concussion, we can't speak on it. And that's the thing that's really frustrating me about 
a lot of people on Twitter, bro, everybody's experts. Like, everybody's experts on everything. It's like, bro, relax. If if the, the independent neurologist, man, which is the, the the head doctor, if he came out there, he said two was straight, he didn't have a concussion. Who are you on Twitter to say, oh, he was concussed. We seen it. Bro, hey, we don't bro, know if he had a concussion or not. You gotta look into you gotta look into the like, especially on the sideline, bro. Um, there's money. I hate to say it, but there's money. There's business decisions made, bro. Yeah. You need this guy back out there, and I hate to say that, and not to just say like, oh, the neurologist was a shady, shady guy. He did it for the money. I have no, no, no how or no information on that. However, after watching that, hey, it's honestly, I just watched it, bro. It's kind of a disturbing play to even look at, bro. He kind of got slammed pretty hard, bro. I know it's football. It's kind of it really looks like a football play, but I think that's just the impact from the force you getting hit with, bro. Um, however, just to say, um, I'm not. I definitely don't have no degree or anything in neurology, and I definitely would take the neurologist opinion over mine. But I will say that I would like to put out there that I think there are business decisions made on the sideline, and then there's of course you have to look at the stubbornness of the player who may or may not be really concussing, just like, no, nah, I'm good, I'm good, or are you good at taking concussion tests so you can get back into the game? Um, Hell yeah. <laughs> there's that that factor in as well. You really don't know until you can sit there and look at look at these different scans or look at because what's going on. We know, the, we know the mind of a player, bro. We all play sports at one point, bro. Get we, back all, in the game. we all had an injury of some sort, bro, even, whether it was at the YMCA. You was like, damn, bro, I'm straight. I'm straight, even though you may have been hurt. You're like, no, I'm good. I can go back in. But a concussion is something that's very, like, uh, it's kind of it's kind of dangerous, man. You don't want to get too many of those racked mm-hmm. up on your record, bro, because that could be career ending, man, and put football to the side. But that could really put your life in jeopardy, bro. Yeah, so that's not sure. something that you want to see. You don't want to see anybody get stretched off, especially if not for a concussion. Um, so a lot of people are saying that he had two concussions in the span. If he did, this would be in the span of four days, which means that his head, his brain didn't have enough time to recover. And this is it's real dangerous, oh. man. But What's your guys' thoughts, man? Like, did you do you guys really think like the NFL, the Miami Dolphins? Did do y'all think they put them in harm's way? Do y'all think do y'all think that they really would do that? Um, and me personally, I'll before you guys get your uh, responses, man. I just want to say my main takeaway is Tua, man. I'm happy to see him having this season, bro. A lot of people are doubted him. A lot of people said he wasn't he wasn't gonna be able to get Tyreek Hill the ball, Jalen Waller the ball, man. But bro, out there balling, man. He's doing his thing. But my main takeaway is Tua Tagovailoa, man, he is injury-prone. The man is always hurt. But, like, going back to Alabama, it's always something with this dude, man. Like, he's I don't want to say it's his fault, bro. I don't want to come across as, like, harsh or nothing like that, man. But no, you don't even got to explain, bro. Players I would sit. That's what I'm saying, though. I would sit, bro, like, because the fact that it's, like, this is not like he got smacked by nobody or he got cracked yeah. or nothing like that. Bro. He did get slammed, though. That's force. Not, that's what I'm it's saying, me. though. But that's just this force. is one of your head. second slam. This is from your head bouncing off the turf, bro. Like, that's like, that's crazy, bro. So, what's your guys' thoughts on this whole situation, man? Because everybody got a, a PhD. Everybody's a Harvard doctor, bro. <laughs> everybody worked for the Miami Dolphins as well, bro. They was back there. They, bro. they gave two ways concussion tests, bro. They, they knew we had a concussion, all that, man. So, yeah, I was watching. Since everybody got the degree, I'm going to go ahead and use mine right quick. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, bro. Um, from what I've seen, this is just this is just pure speculation. I don't know. I don't have any reports. I don't even have any education in this. However, it was a hard hit. And I know like just from I'm the thing about the times I fell. And it's like just seeing his hands, the way his hands were after the hit. I'm like, hey, that's some spine. He hit some some nerves got hit. But I just think just his size, 
You talked about being injury prone, bro. Yeah, small. Just his size, bro. I think that's unfortunate because the dude that slammed, I'm like, damn. And like, it looked like he was almost, it looked almost malicious. But at the end of the day, it's a football play. There's really nothing wrong with that. And I, and I think that's one of the issues that the NFL is having, where it's like, damn, we don't want these players injured. We can't, we can't basically. It's it's hard to take what it. How do they say this? It's hard to take the game like the malicious intent. Not even malicious. I guess you could say malicious. Just the the force out of the game because that's at the end of the day, that's what the game is. The only objective is to stop him from scoring. The only way I can do that is by put him on the ground. Only way I can get a, get in the end zone, maybe I have to run somebody over. That's the only way. It's just the way the game. But hey, bro, I'm glad you brought that up, bro, because like I feel like there should be malicious intent when you're playing football. What's a violent ass sport? Bro, you can't be out. You can't be on the motherfucking field like, oh yeah, I gotta, oh, I gotta attack him, bro. This is not flag, bro. You supposed to take his head off, or they gonna take your shit off, bro? It's dog eat dog, bro. Out here on the field, that's really all it is, bro. And I'm not saying be out there on no Vontez perfect ish where you just trying to purpose. Yeah, don't be, people, don't be dirty. You gotta you, be out there. With some type of aggression, I feel like if you know there's a point where you're like, okay, I could have, I cleaned this, I cleaned this plate, but I think that's just football, bro. It's just an aggressive sport. You're gonna have to hit somebody. Nice. I know there's positions where you know a receiver, <clears throat> defenseless receiver, and those type of positions where you can really clean somebody's yeah. plate, but you have exactly. to pull back. I'm not gonna do that just for the sake of the game. And I think, I don't think a player should have to play like that to where it's like, okay, did I hit him a little too hard? Because that's just the game. You can't yeah. take that out of the game. I think, and even just fo- speaking for football players in general, I think you got to have a little something, a little anger, a little aggression, like you said, just to be even be out there because you're getting hit and you're hitting someone every play. That's just the way the game works. Um, so to his case, I do kind of agree. Just to, based off his size, them, the dude that slammed them is huge. <laughs> I'm like, damn yeah. it. Come on, they tackle. Yeah, you hit, if he hit me, I don't know if I'll be getting up either. Like that's a that's a hit hit. Like he grabbed him and just boom. And like when you're going for the quarterback, you have all your adrenaline. And I think that's just the, that's just the part of the game, bro. And that's what sucks about it. It wasn't no like dirty player or nothing like that. He just got hit. Yeah. No real shit. That was a big ass motherfucker that slammed his ass too. <laughs> but I, but honestly, bro, I will say I'm no doctor or nothing like that. But I will say I don't I don't think anyone should be playing football for three four days after they just already had a concussion. Like, I mean, straight up, you know what I'm saying? Like, I talk the fact the fact that he even came back into the game. Who I forgot who the backup uh QB for the Dolphins is. Do you guys know Teddy Teddy Bridgewater? Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater. Bridgewater. He, used to, he used to play for the he used to play for the Broncos, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> well, okay, so yeah, man, I feel like for the Dolphins' sake of things, they were just really desperate trying to get this Bills win. You feel me? Because they were they were they were ahead when Tua went down. You feel me? And then you had Bridgewater come in. He threw two passes, didn't complete any of them. So they were like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? They were like, man, now's our chance to actually – yeah, they were like, man, we got to bring Tua back in to try to win this game, and they did. But it cost them in the long run because now on that Thursday night football game, as Taj was talking about, they just risked um, higher risk of injury for Tua. You know what I'm saying? Because once you – bro, a concussion, once you get one concussion, the last thing you want to do is get another one while you already are still healing from another concussion. That literally is – it's the worst – that's literally the worst, one of the worst things you can do with a concussion, bro, because, I mean, obviously you need your brain for all types of things. So if you're not letting it heal properly and then you're already yeah, – than football, bro. Real talk. Yeah, it really is, man. It, it's honestly insane. that To me, it's crazy that the Dolphins even allowed him to. Like, I'm not saying – like, as we just said, we're not doctors up here, so we can't, you know, give you, like, the, the real test on what – I don't even know what a concussion test is. I don't know how that works or anything like that. But I will say 
the fact that they even let him play football four days after he already had a concussion, bro, is but just cool, like, bro. That's a great point, though, because like we're talking about four days. They let him come back in the game that same day. That's yeah, that's another thing I was saying, bro. That was hey, they desperate up. as hell, bro. <laughs> they, they really are. Hell. That's what I'm saying, bro. Because I was telling my dad, I'm like, bro, they're on what was it, Monday night? Son- I forgot. I think it was Sunday morning football around 12. So they yeah, really wanted good. to get this win. You know what I'm saying? It was the first game of the day. They're three and oh, they're going up against the Buffalo Bills, who are two and oh, you know what I'm saying? So they obviously want to get this win. So they'll do almost anything to do it. And that's what they did. They ended up risking their quarterback, who was having a fantastic year. He was looking like a top five quarterback in the league so far, if we're being honest. Yeah. And the, the fact, no, he really was, man. Uh, so the fact that they, they risked, I mean, their quarterback to get a win. I mean, it's, it's, I don't know, bro. I don't really know how to feel about it because, like you said, we're not doctors, so we can't really give our, like, you know, the same with the first topic. We can't give all the, the details because we don't know all the details. But, like I said, playing football four days after having a concussion, we all seen the first play when he hit his head hard on the turf. It didn't look like that, that vicious of a play, but when your back lands on the ground like that and your head whiplashes off the ground, yeah, yeah. That, that's a very dangerous play, and I definitely feel like they should have took that a lot more serious. Bro, bounced off there, bro. You know, cool, bro. cool, bro. You just brought up a great point, bro. I'm gonna go ahead and touch on it, man, since you didn't really speak on it. The Miami Dolphins, they're a, I'm a this is my new favorite word, bro. When I'm talking about poo-poo franchises, man, they're a property franchise. They have not one shit in their whole existence, bro. They still they still happy off a of, uh, undefeated season back in 1972, bro. Man. So that should tell you how much winning they've done in their, in their history, man. They're desperate. They haven't really had a, a great team, a team to rally around, man, in, in a very long time. So they was like, oh, yeah, we, we 2-0, we 3-0. People saying we the best team in the league, man. We one of the only undefeateds. Let's go ahead. Let's win this game. We playing against Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills, which are Super Bowl favorites, man. Yeah. Look at the lines of Vegas, man. They got them They got them at uh, like 550 or something like that, man. So they're excited. They're like, we're about to win this game. And for the fact, bro, Coop, I really didn't even think about that, bro. Like, they let him come back into that game. Forget yeah, Thursday Night Football. That him, Bro, I feel like off optics alone, if somebody – I'm not – like we said, we don't know if he had a concussion or not for sure. We was not there. We didn't give him a concussion concussion test, bro. I know everybody has their, their uh, PhDs from Twitter University, man, but we do not know what happened. The fact that the man got up, he shook shook his head a little bit. He grabbed his head. Then he he damn near fell and stumbled. Uh, yeah, his teammates that, grabbed just him. off that alone, bro. Off that alone, I feel like he should just yeah, pulled him. Yeah, game, bro. like he shouldn't have been like he shouldn't have came back or nothing like that. Um, I wouldn't have. That's just me. That, <laughs> that's yeah, because yeah, bro. I remember, I remember a while back, bro. The same shit happened to Pat, bro. They just yanked him out the game. Like that's like, no, nah, you can't play. We he he said he didn't. Pat said he didn't even have a concussion, bro. But they still say you can't come back into the game. Um, bro, I feel like just off optics alone, just off uh, just protecting the player, bro. Just go ahead and just sit it out for the day, bro. You're cool. Um, you stumbling and stuff like that. Um, we just want to protect the players. That's what the NFL says, man. So, but hey, bro, hey, bro, like you said, this is a poverty stricken franchise, bro. I don't think they they have the 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 understanding to say, like you said, they pull Pat. They know the Chiefs know what Patrick Mahomes is worth. After having the, the 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 troubles with Alex Smith and the guys prior to him, bro, I think y'all know his worth. And this is like, okay, do we risk him having him for this long versus for the, just this, it this moment sense, right bro. here? It just doesn't make sense. I think they should have just pulled them. But like like y'all said, bro, when you had a franchise like that, and you really we up we ahead, like Coop said, we don't want to lose this. Dehydrated, man. Kind of That's desperate, hate. bro. 
Because, bro, the weapons that the, the Miami Dolphins have is insane, bro. Like, yeah, Teddy Teddy came into the game, bro, after uh that Bengals game, after uh, Tua went out, bro. Teddy came in that motherfucker and started airing it out, bro. You got Tyreek Hill. You got Jalen Water. You got Mike Jacecki, bro. You got Raheem Moster, bro. You got Chase Edmond. Speed crazy, bro, on that team. Like, they haven't had like, – like we said, they haven't had a team this good in a very long time, bro. So, they're very desperate, bro. But like you said, you got to remember, bro, this is only week two, week three, week four, bro. Yeah. You cannot – Nobody wins a Super Bowl in week two, week three, or week four, bro. No. You have to – But like the NFL season, bro, is a battle of attrition, bro. Survival of the fittest, bro. Whoever can last the longest, bro, stay the healthiest. That's really all it is, bro. You can't be out there risking your franchise QB, man, yeah. for a week two victory over the Bills. That's definitely an important game because it's division. Especially the Bills, too. The Bills have been cooking. They've been yeah. cooking for sure, bro, yeah. but <laughs> – Hey, you got to – you, you can't – if you can't get the win with uh Teddy Bridgewater at QB, bro, then it is what it is, bro. Um, yeah. you'll catch him next time, but it's not worth risking a quarterback's a quarterback, your franchise QB's health, man. But bigger than that, man, you just don't want to risk anybody's health, man. No matter who the player is, the status of the player, or whatever, man. We just want players to stay healthy, man. And the NFL, y'all really care about player safety, man. Um, you can only make the game so safe. This is what I want to say about that, because bro, you was talking about how. How they try to take out every little hit, defensive receivers. We see all the old heads come out. Oh, the league is soft. It's so soft. You can't hit. And as far as NFL, they are right, bro. They took out a lot of the different hits, bro. Because we've seen some hits that are a lot worse than, than you know, some of the stuff we've seen today, even Tua. A lot of that stuff happened and it was normal back in the day, bro. Um, football. Football is a violent sport, bro. My uh, mom, my dad, they never let us play, but we probably could have played if we want. But me personally, bro, I was looking like, damn, I'm cool off that shit. But that shit kind of crazy out there, bro. Like, like we said, you have to have some type of aggression, some type of malice, bro, because like you out there, if you don't hit nobody, they're going to hit you, bro. So it's football, bro. It's a violent game. It's a gladiator sport, bro. So you can only make it so safe. And, you know, at every play, bro, there's a risk that you could you can never play again, bro. Like, football is really a, a deadly-ass sport, bro. Like, there's so many players that got hurt, career-ending injuries, stuff that affected them in life, bro. So, it's football, man. That's yeah, what it is. All right, man. We have former top player in the country. I don't know if he was – was he top player in 2021, 2020? I'm not sure, man. But Imani Bates, bro, this man has been touted as the next Kevin Durant, man, the next LeBron James. Um Imani Bates is a dog, man. He a young bull, um, but he had some struggles when he went to Memphis. Then he transferred to his home school, Eastern Michigan. So, bro was driving around, man. He had the, the, the gun on him. He got pulled over, got arrested. And now a lot of people are like, they're they're kind of disappointed and like thinking that his, his, his story is over, man. His story is written. So, do we put a lot of pressure and expectations do we put too much pressure and expectations at a young age on a lot of these hoopers man that's real quick uh, real quick i'm just gonna say that because i don't really got too much to say i'm gonna just say yeah i mean i mean you look at players like Bronny james you see these guys all over social media i feel like i feel like we should it's best just to let these guys you know just go about their life and let them play and if they build up or if they play up to what they can be then it is what it is you feel me but i feel like instead of just, you know, having highlight reels of these players at 13, 14, 15, and then project, just projecting them to be the next thing up. I feel like that's just putting a little too much pressure on them. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Especially when it comes just to their social life and shit. You know what I'm saying? They're at school. They're getting all this love. They don't know what it feels like to lose. You feel me? That, and I feel like that's one big part about, uh, you know, players in this generation anyway. A lot of people don't know how to lose because 
they're so used to the winning. They're so used to everyone clapping for them, patting their back, saying, yeah, good job. You, you just did this right, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like we just – I don't know. Bro. I just feel like we have to be a little bit more realistic, you know what I'm saying, with these guys. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, like you okay. said, bro, like you said, man, I don't know. But this, I don't know much about Imani Bates, but I, I think it is a little crazy for people to try to write him off already. You know how old is he? Like, is he like 18, 19? Bro, he's only, he's only like 19. a – Yeah, he's only like a freshman in college, bro, sophomore in college. Like, he's young as Yeah, he no, he's, he still has a lot of time to figure out what he's got to do. But it's – I mean, I definitely do agree with you, though, that we do our – that we just put too much pressure on these young guys. And not even just him in general, but like I said – Ronnie James, even players like Julian Newman from back in the day, you know what I'm saying? It's just people are so used to the gratification that they forget that sometimes you you lose. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes Facts, you go bro. through shit. Facts. So, you got to let yeah. folks bump their heads, bro, without being like yeah. – that's the thing about Twitter. That's why I have a love-hate relationship mm-hmm. with social media, bro, because, like, folks that build you up and then as soon as you make one mistake, they just want to pounce they on you. That's yeah, like, bro, you, you got to – this man young, bro, like, you got to let him make mistakes, bro, let him do his thing. And basketball, bro, like, he's a great basketball player, bro, but there's also the score of the game. Hey, shout out to Jalen Rose, man. I got this from him, man. He talks about the score of the game, and then there's the, the game of life, man. The, yeah. He's playing the game of life, bro. Yeah. It's not just about basketball. It's much bigger than that, man. Like, he has a lot. He has a lot that's riding on his shoulders, man. And for you guys just to be like, oh, he made one mistake. Like, he's done. Like, nah, bro, he can still bounce back. He can still play basketball. Yeah. But to Koo's point, bro, I don't know much about his family, but – I was watching the Pick a Side podcast and Pierre was on there from Through the Wire, man. He was talking about how his pops really built the teams and his AAU team and stuff like that. Because I think Imani Bates' team was named after him, right? His AAU team? Shit, I'm, I'm assuming If, I, if so. I'm not mistaken, man. But I think I remember his team being named after him or whatever. His pops. Yeah, he built his whole system around him. And like Coop was talking about how people are not used to losing, especially players of this caliber at a young mm-hmm. age, bro, when you're touted as the next LeBron or the – not even the next LeBron, but just the next best thing, man. Yeah, the next thing. You're not bro. used to losing, man. So when you get to, like, a a situation that you can't control, your parents can't control, because, bro, we've seen this a lot, bro, just coming from Topeka, coming from mm-hmm. Topeka High, Highland Park, stuff like that, bro. Yeah. We've seen people have their parents and just them control the whole situation around them to where they succeed and they get put on a pedestal or whatever the case may be. So this is kind of the case with Imani Bates. Um, I feel like he's dealing with, like, that, Obviously, he's a great player, but he's dealing with that. Like, oh, I'm not necessarily the, the most talented guy out here. I can't just just coast off talent. I can't just, you know, I'm just not better, automatically better than everybody. Like, I really got to go out here and compete. And I feel like that's kind of new and foreign to him a little bit. So I feel like he has to get adjusted and get used to it. But as far as his off-the-court life, man, I feel like he's a young guy, bro. Y'all really got to let these dudes bump their heads, bro. Like, y'all y'all be ready to pounce on folks for every little thing, bro. Bronny James, he smoke a blunt. Y'all all look Bronny, Bronny, Bronny. Like, bro, get off his meat, bro. Let these that cancer culture live, goes crazy. That culture it is crazy, bro. Live, bro. Crazy. What was you so doing? To... Think about what you was doing when you was in high school, bro. You was a freshman in college or you was 18, 19, bro. Hey, bro, what's really crazy about these dudes, man? What's really crazy about it, it be folks like barely graduated high school, struggle to get through this, struggle to get through that. And like, that's not a thing if you have your struggles, but to judge someone at such a, cr- a high standard like, oh, age, bro. You, we talking about he got caught with a gun in his car come on bro how many that's, other motherfuckers riding around with a gun in their yeah, car let's be real like that's i mean the, what the world we live in now i feel like that should I be understand, it's it's, to have something on you you know what i'm saying Every, yeah. everybody on something everybody want to do it like there's these mass shootings going on people are robbing you there's this going but on hey bro and a lot of people like i see a lot of people like oh why would he be running around with a gun like he's, he's what trying you to mean why and that's like bro 
you don't and, and for one bro we don't know what this man environment like bro it could be folks out there wilding bro and then not even just the environment bro but we're talking about the world in general bro it's nuts like we hey bro we, there's there's a million reasons why i could have been right around with a gun yeah and like shit. and 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 i think that's not even the worst thing that could have been done he ran around he got caught with a gun in his car what do you do like out of everything he could have been doing a gun is probably like the least yeah yeah <laughs> people think you people think you have a they hear you have a gun and they automatically think you're out here just robbing motherfuckers. <laughs> like, <laughs> shooting people like like, like oh, that's bro, how people got some protection bro yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. Stay like, ready, you got to get ready. Motherfuckers hear a gun and automatically think of just shooting, killing. Like, nah, nah, motherfucker, <laughs> I have this on me for my safety. If yeah. someone runs up on me, I have it for my safety, not because yeah. I'm just out here shooting motherfuckers. Like, no, it's, it's not. I, I think people yeah. come into it with the wrong mindset. Like y'all said, he's a young bull. Um, I think LeBron has kind of gave gave this kind of like golden standard where he doesn't have a blemish on his record. And I yeah. think people honestly forget how how challenging life is um, to go through life, especially with that kind of spotlight on you. And to do what LeBron did, um, I don't think very many people would even be in the positions they are if we had the spotlight on them like that and, and yeah. criticized every move and everything they did wrong was in the news In the news, and it's, it's on this blog, it's on this, it's this social media platform. Um, I just think this is a young boy, man. He just made a young boy mistake. It is what it is, bro. Yeah, that's all it is, man. Just got to hope he can get past this shit, man, for real. Because like Todd said, bro, he's still a young guy. I feel like every, you know, every young person makes a mistake. So I feel like this shit should not be held against him at all, to be honest. And I don't even know much about the kids. So wishing the best for him, though, man. Yes, sir. Super talented, man. Hopefully not just not just the, the basketball side of things, man. But hopefully yeah. he just, you know, get can stay on the right path, man. And yeah. just, you know, like you said, bro, get out of this situation, bro. And just really, you know, get back to doing these what he needs to do, man. Thanks for sure. Yeah, man. Right, let's go ahead and get this jump ball. Jump let's do it. Let's tricks. You are crazy. Yes, sir. Jumping, man. We looking up. We got another jump ball coming back at y'all, boys. Sir. Um, we are here. Let's first and foremost talk about our mvp of this episode man um i know y'all seen uh seen this guy man in the comment section <laughs> shout out to robbie Bean, man much appreciated we appreciate i appreciate your support we appreciate your support man um appreciate you tapping into the channel leaving comments interacting with us bro um first and foremost we couldn't do this without y'all so any any support bro we appreciate that bro so you are mvp for this episode and i'll let y'all give y'all gratitude to bro Hey, man, shout out to Robbie, man. Appreciate your support. I'm glad you are fucking with the channel, man. We really be putting out all types of content. You know what I'm saying? My guy, Taj has been going crazy with the reactions. So make sure you guys are tapping in with those and the interviews, man. The interviews go crazy. You know what I'm saying? So make sure to tap in with that playlist as well. And, hey, man, my guy, Trey, he has something special cooking up for y'all, man. So make sure to stay tuned with that as well. He's going crazy. You guys see he's in there like James Harden cooking something up for y'all, man. So stay tuned. You know what I'm saying? And, Myself, we, I got some basketball content, you know what I'm saying? More individual videos coming soon. So, hey, man, we all have something we got going on. We got something cooking up. So make sure you guys are staying tuned to the Bug Discussion podcast, the channel, man. Yo, whatever the hell you want to call it, man, because we are going crazy over here. But we really do appreciate your support, Robbie. 
Appreciate it, Brody. Yes, sir, man. Yes, sir. Shout out Robbie Bean, man. We really appreciate your, your support, appreciate man. It. You leaving comments on the channel, you leaving likes, bro, and just really engaging with the content in the channel. Yeah. Over here at Bucket Discussions, bro, we are more than just a YouTube channel. We're more than just a podcast. We're more than just a brand, bro. Really a community, bro, of people who really just love sports, man, basketball, football, whatever the sport may be. Yeah. We're really a community, bro, and I don't like to say, oh, you guys are fans, you guys are this, you guys are that. Nah, you guys are, are part of the community, part of the family, bro. Like, that's what we do over here, man. We include everybody, man. We just yeah. love to chop and talk sports. Hear all the different opinions, man, and just really give y'all that real authentic fire sports conversation, man, and just give opinions, sure, man, and sure. just, you know, just really chop yeah. it, man. So that's what we, we're about over here, man. And this really just just signifies that we're breaking into a new audience, bro. We got we got people just on YouTube that enjoy our content, man. So once again, shout out to Robbie Bean, bro. Sure, man. We appreciate it, Robbie Bean. Um, definitely something that we can take up, take away from, it, man. That's the, for you to come and support us is big for us, bro. Um, considering we don't know you personally, bro. Um, yeah. a lot of we have a lot of supporters who know us personally, and for it's it's a big thing when they support us and they know us personally. But for someone new. Knew that we no one's ever met, bro. For you to come and tap in with us, bro, that's a big, that's a big accolade for us, bro. So yeah. we appreciate it, man. Uh, so let's get into this jump ball segment. All right, let's get into the jump ball question, man. Give me your biggest takeaway from NBA Media Day. Talk to me, man. I know you guys may have seen this, may have seen that, but talk to me about what was your biggest takeaway from NBA Media Day, man. Let me know what's up. Well, I will say my biggest takeaway, man. I feel yeah. like I'd be dumbass for not talking about the Phoenix Suns, bro, because. They definitely got some shit going on over there. And I'm not even going to react to the to the preseason loss that they had against the 36ers, which I didn't even know that was a team. 36ers, that's nuts. Yeah, 36ers. <laughs> yeah, that's a real team. I didn't even know, bro, until yesterday. Nice. But, but what makes it even worse is the Suns lost to the 36ers. So they lost to a team we've never even heard of. You know what I'm saying? Boys, so, hey, bro, but can we, can we throw this camera out? <laughs> they might, bro? I don't know. What's can up, we throw bro? this out there real quick, bro? What's up? The 36ers, they shot 55% from three. Damn. It was they was cooking, bro. It was letting that thing. It was go. cooking. <laughs> Shit, it was cooking. Bro. Hey, the NBA is doing expansion teams. Maybe the 36ers might have to be one of them bitches for real. They out here cooking shit up, especially the Phoenix Suns. That's a tough name, though. I ain't gonna lie. The 36ers, yeah, that's tough, bro. Motherfuckers were saying, man, just wait till the Suns fight at a 76ers. That shit was funny as hell. Man. <laughs> it's about to be a dog fight over there, but no, I mean, I will say the Phoenix Suns, they definitely had a very questionable uh media day. I mean I take it you guys have seen the the clip of uh, fucking DeAndre Ayton. That's real soccer. Yeah, yeah, man. They asked him. They were like, "So, are you happy about you getting your extension?" Blah blah. blah. Or they and then he was like, he was like, "Yeah, I'm happy, I guess." And it was the, that's I not guess, how he said. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm happy to be here." I guess. I was like, yeah, he yeah, sounded like, bro, he sounded like, shit. Look happy. I said, yeah, bro, no. mad as shit. For someone that just got $133 million, he did not sound nor look happy at all. But no, nah, man, there's definitely a lot of just the whole the whole aura for the Phoenix Suns that day just didn't seem great. I mean, and another have- thing, bro, let me add this. My fault to cut you off, but let no, me add did. this in here, Go bro. Ahead. They said Monty Williams and DeAndre Ayton still have not talked since that game seven loss, bro. That's yeah. I didn't know the beef was really that that heavy, bro. Like it's been stewing hey, for a, a yeah, while now, bro. Hey man, that's crazy. Episode, yeah, there was an episode we recorded a couple months back talking about this. Like, do we think like this DeAndre Ayton extension is going to be awkward next season? Hey man, I was I was on the side of yeah, it probably is. You yeah. feel me? And hey man, from what it's looking like so far, it's, it's already it's awkward, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. You have Jay Crowder who didn't even come to training camp because they're about to trade his ass, which is kind of weird, especially the fact that he was 
one of the key players last year or the past two years, and now they're about to trade him. He wasn't even at media day. Uh, yeah, man, just the whole media day for the, the Phoenix Suns did not seem uh, energetic at all. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like you said, uh, Aiden, Williams, they haven't even talked since that game seven loss. That's just, crazy. Just, that's a red flag. That's a red flag when you're – As a head coach fan, not – yeah, and a franchise crazy. player, a franchise player, that's crazy, bro. Not talking for that, yeah, no, that's wild. That's a whole other situation in itself. But as for the media yeah. day, bro, that shit just looked terrible, man. It, it really did. Uh, I didn't really see what Devin Booker or Chris Paul had to say, but uh, I don't know, bro. This this media day, it's just it didn't seem great for them. But I, I hope they can bounce back after what happened last season. You feel me? Because it was definitely rough. It was definitely rough, man. But uh, how y'all feeling about the media days? Is there any teams that stuck out to y'all? Real quick, bro. You also have Robert Sarver, the whole situation hanging over yeah, his yeah, too. Bro. That's another that thing too. that makes yeah. it makes it kind of awkward, bro. So I'm um, glad they got the Suns. Glad they got yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, man. Sure, but bro. the Suns, that's gonna be yeah. They're gonna have a tough season. That's all I'm gonna say about that one. <laughs> yeah, it's man. gonna but be tough. I'm gonna hop in there, bro, and say my takeaway. For for I have a few takeaways, bro. Because immediate day is like the first day of school for the NBA players, bro. Like everybody's come sure. back, everybody feels good. Everybody got their new unis on, bro. Like that hype, like yeah, we finna win the chip. That's how everybody be feeling. Yeah, we finna we finna kill this season. We finna go crazy, man. Everybody's saying the right things. So my first takeaway is the 76ers, bro. Part of me feels like I'm falling for the trap again, but bro. James Harden just looks so good, bro. He looking shape, man. Joel and B lost hundred pounds though. I think he was I think he was just messing with the dude though. I think he was. Uh, I was gonna say I was like, damn, 100 pounds. But he looks good though. He looks good though. He does. Like he looks like he really 60 pounds slimmer for real. Bro, because we know James Harden, bro. That's why it's hard not to fall for it, but it's like ah, bro, they're gonna do it this year. They're gonna 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 break through. Because James Harden, bro, we see this man, he always posting workout videos and stuff like that. Even during the season after the game, he's in there lifting weights, he's training, but the man be out of shape. It's like, bro, what's going on, bro? So, but this year, bro, forget it, bro. I'm buying into it, buying to 76ers, bro. Doc Rivers, they got Joel Embiid, they got James Harden, bro. (laughs) They added Trez Harrell, bro. I'm excited about this team. I feel like it's 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 much deeper than it was back in the day, man. Like this 76ers team, as long as they can stay healthy and stay focused, like I said with the Nets, bro. When we talk about the group chat, that's a lot to ask for this team, bro. But let's hope they can do it. I think they'll be a threat in the East for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, bro, I agree. I think this is the deepest Sixers team since uh, 2017. Or no, I think it was 2018, 2019. 2019. I feel like, is there some additions but, that I'm missing too, bro? Uh, they did. Did they add more uh, people? Yeah, they got P.J. Tucker. They obviously got PJ, Harold. They yep, got, yep. got uh, fuck, what's the dude's name from Memphis Grizzlies? Um, really, really uh, uh, Melton. Was it Melton? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something. I forgot. They, added, they also added Daniel House. <laughs> Which is they're kind of they're bringing a lot yeah. of uh, former Rockets in, but that's kind of crazy. Yeah, man. So it's it's good to see them have a little bit of chemistry now. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, maybe we're overstating it a little bit, man. But they're getting Matisse Thybulle back, but they have a pretty pretty solid solid uh, bench, man. So I'm excited yeah, about the 76ers, team. bro. I'm excited. And then, hey, this is my second takeaway, bro. Hold on. Let me let me get right. Let me get right. Hey, don't steal my takeaway. He's doing something about the Lakers. Huh? Hey, am I selling it, bro? Okay. Yeah, okay. you stole my shit. <laughs> yeah. Hey, bro, yeah, I'm like, speak on it, bro. Speak on it, bro. Speak on it. Speak on it. Hey, bro, I was going to talk about Zion, man. Um, I feel like Zion was good, the biggest – he was the man, biggest mystery. Good. The biggest mystery good, this whole 
this whole time, like, what is what is Zion going to do? Is he going to lose the weight? Is he going to get in shape? Is he going to be injured? Is he going to be ready to play? <laughs> hey, bro, what y'all think? Y'all seen the pictures. What y'all boys think? Y'all, he look in shape to y'all? No, he, oh, looks, he looks good, bro. Pause. He, 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 he looks very, he looks very in shape, bro. <laughs> nah, bro, like, no, real shit. Coop sent a little one-year transformation, bro. I didn't realize he, like, lost that much weight, bro. He looks like yeah, a whole crazy. different person, bro. Like, Dude, bro, had the, completely he, he had the chin fat, bro, like, everything, bro. But did, now, he yeah, looks like he's been in the gym for bro. crazy, bro. His forehead even looked fatter back then. I was like, damn, bro, lost hey, weight. Bro. And I don't like, know what his current weight is, bro, but Zion's just a naturally big guy, bro. He looks like – this is like – he looks better than he did in high school, bro, low-key, like, as far as, like, this is his body, bro. He looks I think shape. if he can stay healthy – Cause he's gonna have to he's gonna have to stay at that size to stay healthy, bro. Because other than that, bro, he's gonna have a lot of different injuries and stuff that he's gonna deal with. But if he can stay at that weight, bro, when we seen what the Pelicans did last year with head coach Willie Green, they're gonna be a problem in the West next year, bro. I'm super excited about that. Zion, bro, I feel like he's locking and he's finally figuring it out. That's another guy that's really young too, bro. Like I, I know we're pretty hard on Zion because he's in the NBA, but he's also he's around our age, bro. So he's kind of figuring out and learning as well as far as what he needs to do to stay in the league, take care of his body, and just realize that he's not like a regular player, bro. He weighs a lot, bro. He's he's a tank. Yeah, sure. yeah bro, definitely, bro. I'm kind of looking at these pictures right now, bro, and it's off this Twitter Twitter thing. <laughs> somebody posted, Zion looks like he's in great shape, and then somebody going to come and comment, you won't make it to the All-Star game. <laughs> Damn, bro. Hey, bro, that's tough. Like, damn, bro, y'all be hating on folks, bro. Not really. Hey, bro, I, I want to see, bro. I want to see, bro, succeed, bro. Like, Zion, bro, he's a, he's probably one of the most exciting players in the league, bro. And that picture of uh, David Griffin, bro, looking at him, bro, was like this, looking very sweet. Hell yeah, I, was he like, was, I was like, hey, he got a cool look looking like that, bro. Hey, but he hey, like, man. hey, Zion ain't here in shape, though, bro. We finna, yeah, he he we finna go to the chip next year. That's what he bro, said. He should, be, he should be happy as hell, bro, because this last year, motherfuckers was questioning Dave Griffin's uh, – his position, they were like, "That's your franchise just, player, bro. You need him. You need him to be healthy in this." That's what I'm saying. Facts, he bro, like I'm my job, to... my job, and my job intact. Yeah, he he did his job. You know what I'm saying? He definitely did his damn job uh, having fucking Ingram and Zion on the same team and CJ McCollum. That's hey, about they to stack, bro. That's, that, they they stack. definitely stack. And I'm glad you brought them up because I totally forgot about them, man. Because they have so much upside. Like this whole team is young. The oldest players, like I want to say, CJ McCollum is one of the oldest players, but dude. You got Trey Murphy, another year of experience for him. Jonas Valanciunas, bro. I'm, a lot of people forget they have Valanciunas. That that's a big. Valanciunas is a dog too, bro. One of the most they underrated have, centers in the league, bro. That's definitely got to be one of the deepest teams in the league, probably now. I mean, assuming everyone's healthy, that, that's, it's a stacked ass team. Stacked ass team, bro. Hey, bro, I got one more takeaway. What's up, bro? I'll be right back, man. Nah, one shit. more takeaway for the guy that Brooklyn jersey. I feel like you about to pull the light. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, hey, you knew we had to talk about folks, man. Quick yeah, let's go ahead and talk about. Yeah, I know we had to, about all the talking. I know we had this. You know we had this. Yeah, but that's one thing I got to speak on though. They doing <laughs> a lot of talking, bro. I'm not really, I'm not really like so it. Hey, for all the talking AD. they're doing, they better come out that first game. They better beat the Warriors. That second hey, game, they better. Oh, beat the oh, Clippers. don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. Okay. Yeah. We we'll got see. something for both y'all teams, bro. Yeah. Hey, bro, I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I thought that shit was sweet. It's not really sweet like that, bro. Y'all think because we got a new coach, we got Russ, we got all these guys. No, you're going to come in there. Shit is not sweet, bro. I'm going to let you know that <laughs> no. now. James Wiseman is back, son. John Wall about the fuck. I, I do not fear none of y'all teams, man. But 
Let's speak on hey, this. You ain't got cool, fear. Bro. You ain't got fear. Cool, bro. You brought up a great point. I even said this in the group chat a while back, bro. I don't like how the talking they doing, especially AD. Man, he sounded <laughs> that's like the craziest shit. He sounded kind of. He sounded kind of crazy, bro. I, like, I think that's yeah, coming bro, from you. Think y'all think that's coming from Pat though? It could be. I mean, hey, Pat had everybody acting Pat. tough, bro. I think it's coming from Pat. Pat had more of them hey, acting we, tough. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. We've been tough over here, though. That's a real, the real matter of the fact is that well, we got Bron, bro. Pat's not really doing shit, bro. Like, Pat, bro, you cool. You a cool player, bro. You're going to bring energy, bro, but you're not the leader of this team, bro. That's not even AD, though, bro. AD's not that guy. Bron and Darvaham. AD's not that guy to be talking crazy like that, bro. Yeah, but he's he is not. doing a lot of talking. Kind of like Cat. Like, like, you know. You know, I think, I think. Uh, hey, bro, you know who he really sounds way. like, though, bro? Who? No funny is, bro. He sound like PG after the bubble. No, no cap. Not even trying to be funny. But, you know, PG was trying to, like, he was trying to dispel all the narratives. It's like, bro, you don't have to do that, bro. Just just, who? just play, bro. Yeah. He like, all oh, oh, my, my, my hand was hurt last year, bro. No one cares about that, bro. They going to say what they want to say about you, bro. You see all the jokes and stuff, bro, even on uh 2K. I think it was 2K23, AD was playing, and he got hurt. People just going to make fun of you. Hey, your hair was hurt, my boy? It don't matter. People going to make fun of you regardless, bro. But I want to see y'all go out there. I really just want to see the Lakers prove it, man. But energy's good, bro. It's the first day of school, bro. It's like a new car type of smell around the Lakers right now. But we got Darvin Ham. That's really my hope, bro. That's what I'm hanging my hat on, bro. I think he can really make it. Yeah, it's gonna be a long season when you when you hope for the coach, bro. And that's the thing. Hey, bro, but notice just know this situation. <laughs> you know how they say highly flammable, highly combustible. I'm hey, over combustible because if we start losing, all these personalities, bro, is not a good mix. That's all I'm gonna say about that one, yeah. man. But if we're winning, sure. we're gonna be good. But if, if if it goes if it goes sour and goes south, <laughs> no, nah, real shit. I ain't gonna, gonna hop on. The, I ain't gonna hop on the Lakers too hard. You know what I'm saying? I feel like they actually have a lot better team than they do last year, and that's saying They're not a lot of shooting, because, though. No, nah, real shit. But I'm saying, team. like, when it comes to an overall fit, last year y'all probably had the better team on paper. I mean, that's what everyone was talking about: Melo, Dwight Howard. You have all these names, but now I feel like your team is a little bit more. I don't know. It has a little bit more cohesiveness to it. So we're just gonna have to see how this plays out. You feel me? But. You're right, bro. There's not a lot of shooters. There's not a lot of guys. Like, I don't even know what the highest, the highest three point shooter team, or I don't even know what the the best three point shooter on your team is. You yeah, but I think it was LeBron really James. I think it was literally LeBron James. If you look at his number from last year, I think it was like 37 percent. And then, I don't know. Everyone else was under that. But other than that, bro, I just I feel like y'all are definitely gonna be a lot better team realistically. Like I'm not even about to sit up here and clown. I definitely don't think you guys are beating the Warriors the first game. I definitely got – hell, there's no way y'all beat us that second. Yeah, bro, we got to put something on that, bro. We got to put hey, something on that. Y'all want to make a bet while you're on the show? Y'all want to make yeah, a little bet? Let's just yeah, something friendly. Come yeah, wager. What y'all trying to do? Hey, y'all bro, trying to make money? We could do, like, push-ups. I'll even do some push-ups on the goddamn hey, – I said we'll do, like, do something a little – on the show, bro. I said we'll do a little embarrassing challenge, bro. You post up in – shit, a Laker jersey. Um, You post up in whatever team wins. Yeah, we should do that, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta rock that. You gotta rock that stuff on, on social sure. media. You gotta wear it for a show, bro. You gotta uh, wear yeah, it for we a day too. Hey, we definitely might have to come up with a bet. You know what I'm saying? And for that following week of the episode of whoever seen lost, we could we just do that on here. That'd be fun as hell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, all I know is I ain't gonna be, I ain't gonna be the one, you know, doing the doing the the, the Lakers. I ain't gonna have no damn Lakers jersey on. I ain't gonna be. be but no, bro, this is definitely you. not a. It's definitely yeah. not a bad looking squad, man. I'm still not sure what's up, but. Do do the Lakers want Russ there? Do they not want Russ there? Yeah, bro. Media even asked them that. It's confusing. 
It was gonna, it's not it was that simple, crazy. man. It's not as simple as I thought it was going to be. I thought they wanted him there because they didn't have a choice, but it seems kind of... It seemed yeah, like they won know, a little bro. bit, bro. I don't know. It's weird. But, I mean, how are you feeling as a Laker fan? Like, with everything that's obviously happened, like, going into the season, at this point, uh, October 3rd, do you want him on your team or would you, like, be more open to trading him at this point in the year, you know what I'm saying? Because the, t- the season is about to start, so do you think, like... With all the things that they've done throughout summer, do you think they should just say fucking go into the season? Or if they have the opportunity to trade him, do you think they should pull the trigger? That's a great question, bro. Um, I feel like just the, the matter of fact that people think we're going to trade him before the deadline. I feel like yeah. LeBron is not like LeBron is still playing at a very high level. Don't get me wrong, but LeBron is not 2018 Cleveland Brown where you can just, oh, let's trade the whole team before the, for the, uh, the, the year starts and just go ahead and see what happens. Um, I feel like I'd rather have the team intact already and they can build throughout the season and go through trials and tribulations throughout the season yeah. and not just have to, you know, try to reintegrate some new pieces at the deadline. But there's really not even a lot of trades out there for Russ, honestly. Uh, maybe something will shake up if they keep him on the team. Maybe they'll get a better offer. I do not know, bro. Um, right now, Buddy Hill, Miles Turner, but that's really the only deal that's on the table. And the Pacers said they'll do it, but the Lakers are not. Not Bro, trying to give us those picks no more. I'm not sure what's going on with that. Sure. I mean, honestly, I can't necessarily blame the Lakers because after LeBron and Anthony Davis are off this team, who really knows what the fuck's going to happen? So I can I, see why I they understand it too, yeah. yeah. But at the same time, it's like, bro, if we have a player like LeBron, this is the only time you're ever going to have a player like LeBron James. Like, yes, you guys might have other great talent down the line, but LeBron James is a one-of-a-kind type of player. And I feel like hey. you should do anything in your power to, to put the best team around him. They just got to ask themselves, is it worth it for the possibility of winning another championship? And it, we're not saying they're going to win one, but the possibility, man. But I think it is, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, even when we go back to that Brandon Ingram trade to the Pelicans for Anthony Davis, a lot of Laker fans will question it because Anthony Davis is always injury prone. But the thing is, you guys won a ring. So I feel like all the trades you made for Anthony Davis, it was all warranted. You feel me? You guys won that ring, and that's all that matters at the end of the day, regardless if people say it was in the bubble. Whatever. You guys have another championship on top of that. Yeah, we got ring. <laughs> man, I, I, Honestly, I didn't even go there, but yeah, man. Honestly, just, though, bro, like Coop said it was sad, but bro, I'm hanging my hat on Darvin Ham. I'm hoping he can be our, our, our personal man. I was just giving him shit, bro. He's, I think he's going to help y'all a lot just because I, I just want to like see what he, has, he can do, bro. Yeah, no, real shit. I feel like he just seems hella positive, here. bro. Yeah. yeah, he seems super positive about everything, bro. So I just want to see mean, like what he really can yeah, do with this yeah, team. Yeah, bro. He said he did trust all three of the guys, Russell Westbrook, AD, LeBron. I feel like, I mean, with the team, you have to have trust. You feel me? If you don't have trust in all three of the players, then obviously it's not going to work off for it. You feel right. me? So as much as you know, people don't fuck with Westbrook. I feel like it's good that he actually uh, he has Ham's trust. You feel me? So I feel like that's a good sign for you guys. You feel me? So. Real child, yeah. real child. Sure, man. All right, anything else to add? Um, no, man. I, I, the only thing I had to say was the Lakers. I definitely see the Lakers being better than they were last year. And uh, yeah, man. I don't. I just. I don't know, bro. The team. I feel like it's definitely going to be a lot better, just because, like we said last year, it was just a bunch of names. You had Melo, White, all these guys. But I feel like adding players like Lonnie Walker. Uh, added players like Thomas Bryant. I just feel like small additions like that is going to help you guys later down the road. But I'm just I'm I'm curious to see how this year plays. I don't know about you guys, but the Eastern Conference, 
even the Western Conference, everyone back healthy. It's, it's going to be a crazy year. Um, it's going to be a fun, fun, fun season. Hey, catch us at some of the games, bro. I promise bro, you we're going to be at some of the games, bro. Yes, sir. We're going to be there, man. We're getting stuff lined up, man, so y'all be on the lookout. Sure. For sure, bro. I feel like, man, I can't – we definitely got to catch some games, especially def, uh, after the All-Star break because you know that's when teams are fin to go. Yes, just, just hey, I'm going to crazy. They're about to go fucking crazy, bro. They're about to be playing their ass off. But, hey, man, we all excited about our teams, man. Coop, super excited, bro. He got he got a, a preseason game, man. Kawhi and John are both about to play. He's yes, super sir. excited about that, man. Too Coming good, on man. in about 30 minutes, so we're going to go ahead and wrap this show up a little bit, man. But, you know, let's go ahead. Show. Hold on real quick. Let's wrap this jump ball segment up, man. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Show support. Like, comment, subscribe. Just like we see my boy Robbie. We know this, man. We watch and we eye on you. We know who's in the conversation. We know who's engaging and who's engaged and interacting with us, man. So make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend tell a friend, man, so you can be the next episode's MVP. Real shit, man. Watch out, man. We see it all. Facts, man. Yes, all right, now let's go ahead and get into this, man. We are all football fans on this show. Yes, sir. The NFL has finally, 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 finally got rid of the NFL Pro Bowl, man. That shit was an embarrassment. It was a weak game. Um, yeah. Obviously, but that's another another double-edged sword for me, bro, because it's football. Is there any way you can play football for fun? So the Pro Bowl is really like you don't want to hurt nobody. You want to go out here and crack nobody. Now, I know all the old heads, they swear that they played hard in the Pro Bowl back for in the real? day. Now, only player I've seen, like, really playing for real, and don't mind you, I'm only 21, so I didn't see it all, man. But Sean Taylor, Sean Taylor did, was a different guy, man, RIP, man. But he all smacked right. somebody in a pro ball, like, full force, full full everything, man. Smacked the punter, man. Lit him up. Now, me personally, bro, I feel like in a pro ball, it's supposed to be a fun event. The pro ball game, is it's hard to play. It's hard to play, like, full force, like, full being super for real. Like, NBA. It's like you're playing for something. You're playing pickup in the NBA All Star Game. You're playing pickup basketball. You can play full force, but NFL. Now we see it's really like a touch football game, but they're really not tackling for real. Like they 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 having fun out there. They playing around, man. I feel like it's hard to play football for real. So I feel like it's it's perfect that they just got rid of the whole thing in general, man, and replaced it with a lot of different stuff. I don't know if you guys see my reaction, man, but I reacted to top five strongest players, man, and I feel like those little events, the strength events, the speed events, stuff like that. It's super dope, man, and stuff that they can replace the pro ball with, man. But was this the right or wrong move for them to go ahead and just scrap the whole pro ball game? Um, I think it's the right move. I think it doesn't need to be brought back until the players want it back and there's something they want to engage in because sometimes it kind of seems like, you know what I'm saying, you don't want to force something that players aren't engaging in. It seems yeah. like the players, especially for this sport, I actually back in the day I feel like, you know, they're, they're the – Mm, let me not glorify the back in the day, but back in the day, people often glorify, oh, we used to do this, we used to do that, we used to do that. That's that's not how they play no more. Um, it's a diff- definitely a different day and age. Um, we see this is a brutal sport. Um, we evolved from having playing football with these little bitty toilet paper helmets all wrapped around our head, bro, to yeah. actually having these big helmets with the you got the sound, you can talk to the coach, you got this going, you can you can you got the extra protection. Um, all this type of technology in the helmets, man, and, and just added to the game as the game has evolved. And I feel like the game, since the game has evolved, this is something that is kind of maybe a moved on from. And maybe you never know. Maybe it'll go back when they feel it's something that is not something that is wanted by the players and that they want to see. Um, yeah, for sure, however, I just think after watching these pro ball games, they're really just 
It's almost like, let's just get through the game. We here so we don't get fined type of situation. Let's just get through the game, make sure no one gets injured. Let's play two-hand touch. Um, We're not taking this this serious for real. We're just going to run. It's like playing a game in Madden against a little kid. It's just (laughs) – it's really not not interesting. It's like you're not trying for real, man. Because it's fun, bro. Like, when you first – like me, I'm I'm tapping to the Pro Bowl every year. I just want to see everybody out there. Oh, look, Pat throwing to this Pro Bowl receiver or Pat throwing to this guy or Aaron Rodgers throwing to this guy. But another thing is, bro, a lot of players don't even show up, bro. So there's a lot of players that necessarily don't deserve to be in a Pro Bowl that get invited just because everybody's turning down the invitations. So I feel like that watered down the Pro Bowl a lot too, man. But they're replacing it with a flag football game, bro. So I feel like it will be a lot more fun because we're going to get to see these guys really compete, bro. Because at the end of the day, they're competitors. Um, A flag football game, bro, that shit going to be fun to tell to watch, bro. Obviously, you're not going to be able to tackle and stuff like that, man. But you're going to get to see, like, the top receivers go against the top corners, bro. We're going to get to see the best quarterbacks in the game, throw to the receivers, man, one-on-one, stuff like that, man. So tackle football is not not a, a, a pickup type of game, bro. That's why you don't see a lot of players training for the sport. They don't go play pickup tackle football, bro. You can't play that shit, bro. It's, it's a yeah, violent bro. gladiator sport, bro. Yeah. What's the name? I think it was the pivot. Shout out to them boys, man. That way they doing anything. However, um, he said, "Yeah, bro, you can you can say, hey, let's go hoop, but we can't just say let's go let's go run a quick game of seven yeah. on seven. We're not yeah, finna yeah. do that." <laughs> he said, "Cause honestly, there's days I don't even want to practice, let alone play and get hit like that." So, hey, bro, let me speak on that, bro. Not even just NFL, bro, but some days I'd be like, it be we all know how hot it be in the summertime, bro. Yeah, bro, football players they be out in the heat, bro. Training camp, practicing, in the the big-ass pads, bro, (laughs) big-ass helmets. No, bro. Y'all, hey, shout-out to all my football players, bro. Y'all are very different, bro. I don't know how y'all do it. Because, I, hey, I understand why they be out there fighting, bro. It's too damn hot. (laughs) You irritated, bro? You just getting hit? (laughs) Hey, football players are different, bro. Like, they'll do all that just to get back onto the field. Like, that's nuts. Football players are – y'all are insane, bro. That's all I got to say. Very different. Really I ain't gonna lie to you. That's a different sport. All right, quick thoughts, man. Quick thoughts. Let's go ahead and hit this real quick, man. Ben Simmons, he hopped on a JJ Reddick podcast. I think this is good for JJ, for not JJ Reddick, but for Ben Simmons and his confidence, man, and his NBA future. Uh, first and foremost, I definitely, I think this is huge for him, especially a person that says he was dealing with those kind of issues, to be able to kind of be transparent with people and kind of tell your thoughts and tell what you were going through. I think that's a big thing. And also being able to just to clarify rumors, man, um, clarify what we speculate from. Because we folks is lying on, bro. Folks yeah, is lying yeah. on, bro. Yeah, bro. They 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 was curb stomping you, bro. When you get curb stomped, everything goes. Everything Everything's a fact. It may be the craziest thing you ever heard, but everything's a fact. So I think this is big for him, huge for, huge for him, huge for the Nets, for him to be able to have a – just be in a space where he's comfortable to get, get his shit off in a way, bro. I feel like – I feel like everybody's paying. Everybody's paying. Got to catch somebody's ear at one point, but you can't just keep that shit in you, especially when you're dealing with like confidence issues and things like that. You got to let it catch somebody's ear to where you feel like you're comfortable enough to say, "Okay, I'm dealing with this." They said this was going on. This is definitely not what was going on in the play. I seen this, and then you also have JJ Reddick, who was completely honest with him. He was like, when he's breaking down the plays, that yeah, bro, that looks terrible, bro. He keeps it. He keeps it all the way hundred. That's why. That's why I like the that that JJ Reddick podcast, bro. He sits there. He may be like, okay, bro, but you know that look, that shit look terrible, though, right? You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, bro, he's gonna keep it all the way 100 with you, bro. So, yeah. I think this is a great for Ben Simmons, bro. Yeah, bro. Saying honestly, I think that's what Ben Simmons needs is people like JJ Reddick around him, not people just to pat him on the back all the time because that's 
That's why he got too comfortable doing what he was doing. You know what I'm saying? And I definitely feel like it was a step in the right direction for Ben, but I definitely don't think he was in the right. There's need more people like J.J. Redick around him just because when you're hearing all the good things about you all the time, you're never going to hear about the stuff that you need to work on. You feel me? So, yeah, for sure. But I just feel like people like J.J. Redick uh, don't come around often. So I feel like when Ben Simmons does get people like J.J. Redick around him, he has to, you know, keep them in his corner and stuff like that. Because, I mean, as great as a player as Ben Simmons is, we all know this, he's an all-defensive player and stuff like that. He can score the ball, not from anywhere on the court, but he can get to the paint at will, you know what I'm saying? But if he could, you know, just expand his game just a little bit, even if he doesn't have to be out here chucking, you know, five, six threes a game, that's not what we're asking. It's just the fact that that he had to take the courage to take that shot. That was the only thing everyone was asking him, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, to see him finally sit down with someone that he trusts and he's played with in J.J. Redick, it just, it feels, uh, it's, it's great to see, you know what I'm saying? As someone that, you know, uh, has talked about Ben Simmons over the past year, we all have, you know what I'm saying? We've just been speculating about what he's been going through. And uh, it, it feels good to see and hear him actually talk about it himself. And, uh, you know, just give his uh, side of the story on a lot of the things that went through or that, that he went through uh, on the Philadelphia 76ers, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, it probably wasn't easy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, he, he fucked up that play, but I feel like when the own fan base of your team isn't supporting you, it's probably a lot harder than a lot of people think. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, man, it, it's, it's good to see Ben Simmons back on the floor. I'm glad that we're going to see him play again. And, uh, yeah, man, I hope he has a great season. But I will say the only thing I wish they would have brought up about Ben Simmons was him sitting down playing video games for 21 hours. I wish J.J. Riddick would have. Nobody should have asked about that shit. I, I would have, that would have been the first question. So I'm like, Ben, what was your ass doing for 21 hours playing some On Call game. of Duty? <laughs> but, yeah, bro, it's, it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. But, yeah, man, shout out to Ben Simmons. I hope he has a good season. And, uh, yeah, man, has a hope. Oh, I hope he has a good uh, comeback season for real. For sure, man. To kind of end this off, um, we all know Ben Simmons is a great player, bro. And I think it's dope. I feel like this this is really, like, the reason why podcasts were created, bro, especially around the, in the sports world, bro. Because if this was on ESPN, Ben Simmons would have been much more uncomfortable. He would have been, like, holding a lot of stuff back. But the fact that he was really sitting back, kicking back with the old men in the three podcasts, J.J. Yeah. Reddick, and I, I forgot the other guy's name, man. But Tommy also – Tommy as well, bro. He's sitting down chopping it with them, bro. It feels like he's just having a normal conversation. He was having a little bit of – they was having a little bit of drinks, man. They, yeah. they look, he kind of forgot the cameras were there, man. He was just chopping it up. Um, I feel like it's good, like you said, Coop, to have somebody like J.J. Reddick around you because he's not going to necessarily sugarcoat it. Um, keep shit 100. <laughs> but yeah, there's also true. two sides to both stories, bro, and I'm glad we got to hear Ben Simmons' side, man. Um, throughout the – I didn't see the whole interview, man, but throughout most of the, the stuff that i seen, bro, I watched a little bit of it. i seen a lot of clips. But part of me, I was going back and forth from, like, damn, Ben Simmons acting kind of soft as shit, bro. Like, ah, oh, damn. Ben Simmons, I respect that, bro. Like, bro, because I feel like we have to be fair, bro, because, like, the world, bro, in general is becoming a lot. I don't want to say sensitive, bro, but no, as far as, bro. like. That's the perfect word to say it. I feel like we kind of be trying to, like, sugarcoat shit, bro. And, like, yeah, me personally, sure. like. I'm 21, bro. I gravitate to adults that keep shit a being, bro. They don't just try to sugarcoat everything and make sure every, oh, yeah, it's it's Disneyland. The life is not Disneyland, bro. This shit is real. Um, Ben Simmons, I feel like, I feel like him, as far as like not having the confidence to play, bro, we can feel bad for him all we want. But Ben, bro, do you know if you don't, if you can't get your mind back right, bro, you just won't be in the league. 
like if you can't play, you just won't be in the league, bro. It all that's all it is, bro. If you if you don't want to shoot the ball, if you don't want to take a layup, folks are like, all right, cool, Ben, he's damaged goods, bro. We're just gonna push him off to the side no matter how talented he is, man. So I feel like there's two aspects to this whole situation. But I don't want to be too harsh on Ben, man. I'm glad he came out. He spoke his side of the story, man. He really just the fact that he was able to come sit down and talk about it, bro. I feel like that's definitely a, a major step. And that means that hopefully it means that he'll be back on the floor. He'll be available to the Brooklyn Nets, man, to play next year. He's healthy. There's no more excuses. Um, I'm excited, bro. Like I, I was talking about it earlier, I don't know if I'm getting a little ahead of myself just because it's preseason, man, and I'm excited about the season coming up, man. But the Brooklyn Nets, I think we should go ahead and just pencil them in for the, the Eastern Finals, man. That's that's really how I'm feeling right now. I just seen a clip of Ben Simmons catching a little – You said pencil them in? Pencil them in, yeah, man. That's Pencil them in. You talking Nets, ain't it? I, I, yeah, yeah, I, I just seen a, uh, I seen a <laughs> yeah, little video of Kyrie diving up Ben Simmons, man, and getting a little. Ben Simmons getting a little left. Hey, but you know, you know who's, you know who's in that that the, you know's in the East, right? I know who's in the East, bro. But hey, we talk. Hey, you know who's on the Brooklyn Nets? We talk about. I'm not talking about. We talking about Kevin Durantula. Yeah, but hey, bro, we talking about Kevin Durantula. What a what a defensive what a defensive player of the year, Ben Simmons. Defensive player of the year candidate every year. I think yeah, actually, bro. You know what? I can't even say Kyrie, bro, because Kyrie's a Kyrie's a flake, bro. I can't even I can't <laughs> even say him, bro, because we we don't know if he even. That's gonna what be I'm available. saying, bro. You you put in a lot of reliability on a lot of and that's what I that's, motherfuckers, bro. That's yeah, what I said bro. in the group chat. I said, hey, if it was a lot of butts, ifs and buts, man. I was like, if they can stay healthy, if they focus on basketball, yeah. if everyone's available, bro. So it's, it's a lot of ifs, man. Year. But if they can do all those all of those things, man, that's a lot to ask from the Brooklyn Nets, man, because. The drama is never yeah. ending with them, man. But if they can do all those things, bro, penciling them in for the Eastern Finals. That's all I got to say. Hey, man. all I'm going to say, man, is, oh, is penciling in a team that got swept in the first round last it's year. It's kind of crazy, but that's, that's crazy. crazy. Hey, <laughs> but that's just me. And they, they had a full squad together, bro. They they, they loaded, man. They stacked. I mean, what's the full squad, though? What's the full squad to the Brooklyn Nets? Because over really the past, is, like, two or three years, bro, like, their team has been so, like, not it's been inconsistent, but not even, like, as a – performance side of things it's just like they've had players here they've had players like ben simmons his ass was on the roster but let's be real even if he if he was playing how much of a difference was he gonna make last year he wasn't after not playing with for the a whole season boston you know what i'm saying so i mean but i feel where you're coming from bro on paper this team is definitely they definitely should be penciled in to win it but we just have to see how they play you feel me? yeah because, yeah folks you get food off off the on paper bro the hey east, i'm still the east yeah the, it's that's gonna be tough there. That's the, gonna be you got the 76ers, people forgetting about the, the Bucks, even the young teams in the East. Like, you look at the Orlando Magic with Pablo, bro, I'm telling you, like, the, even the shitty teams in the East are going to be somewhat decent this year. So, it, it's going to be it's gonna be a fucking fight, bro. It's going to be a guy. Hey, fight. the Heat, man. The Heat always going to be there, man. The yeah, the always. Always, man. I hey, mean, they, Tyler, they, Hero, Tyler Hero just got four years, 130. How y'all feel about that? I seen it. I was like, damn, they. they that's a lot they, of money, but I mean. But like you always say, bro, everyone's getting the check around here. And plus, he has a 20, a 20 uh, point per game yeah, yeah. score. So I will give him that. You know what I'm saying? So, Six men of the year candidate. Yeah, yeah, bro. yeah for sure, bro. He's, he's that's a lot of bread, guy. though. But yeah, the it NBA, be throwing, they be throwing money away. I'm not that's going about to be the, That's about I'm to be the normal, lie. bro. That 133, that's about to be the new normal. That's about yeah. what fucking like players. That's why like. you got to take that shit down, bro. If you're not hooping, you can't, you can't break that's that. That's <laughs> That's the only thing, though, because as soon as Tyler has a bad stretch, bro, everybody will be like, oh, why did y'all give him that contract? That's yeah, exactly what they're going to do. They did the shit with Duncan Robinson, bro. But, hey, it always goes NBA, like that. bro, you're worth whatever somebody's willing to pay you, bro. So I ain't going to nobody get that bread, bro. Real shit, bro. 
But I will say, man, a year in about two or three years, maybe 2025, 2026, the salary for like an all-star caliber player, like a, a Kevin Durant type player, but that's about to be $350 million type contract. Hey, bro, the shit. fact that Dame is making $60 million a year, bro, like... That's just crazy. I know bro. we get used to how much money they make in the league, bro, but I'm never going to get used to hearing somebody make $60 million a year, bro. That's, that's crazy. Nuts. A year? Bro, two years, a hundred... Bro, that's insane. Damn. That is... That's bro, you could... One year. Kids, 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 kids are straight off that, bro. Off one year, bro. Just off one year. Yeah, 60 mil? Nuts. Bro, that's that's enough. Yeah, that's enough to feed like three generations, damn near. If you use it right, shout out, unless you're out, out here, just, yeah, real shit. If you out here just buying a bunch of cars and shit, then maybe not. But I mean, if you out here, you know, utilizing that sixty mil, see it, boy. <laughs> yeah, Dame and Dame's a, a very legitimate yeah. guy, bro. He has head on straight, yeah, so I'm happy for him, man. But yeah, this man. concludes. Unless you guys have anything else to add, I don't, man. I was top of my head. Yes, sir. This concludes another episode of the Bucket yes, Discussions podcast. Bro, this was a great yes, episode, sir. man. It, was, it just felt good to get back on here and just chop it with y'all, man. Um, yes, sir, I know man. my boy Cool. Down, buzz down on the neck. Yeah, right, oh, man. Days, man. <laughs> the boys asked out. But you know, my you know, my boy Coop, he got some, he got some, some uh something important to do, man. He has to go tap into his squad, man. Kawhi <laughs> Leonard and John Walls making their very anticipated return. Who they play today? I want to say it's the Portland Trailblazers. I play the Portland Trailblazers. I'm pretty sure that's on NBA TV. Yes, sir. I think so. I hope Damien plays, bro. That'd be dope to see. Hey, man, even if Kawhi plays for less than five, ten minutes, I just just want to see him. Yeah, I just want to see that man run up and down the court real quick. Yeah, bro, we – the game missed Kawhi, bro. Yeah, I mean, Kathai Leonard, bro. He got me me hitting the leg super tough now, bro. Shout out Kathai Leonard, man. Bro, did you just call him Kathai? Hey, bro, that's what they call him on the internet, bro. That's a super <laughs> tough nickname, bro. That's not hey, bro, but they been, I've been new about uh, Kawhi, though. They, I remember I heard a story that they said he broke one of the little uh, the hack squat machines because he hit that motherfucker yeah. so hard. I said, damn, that's, that's how strong he is, bro. Kawhi. Bro, bro. I ain't going to lie. Kawhi, he does have, like, a different type of physique. Like, he's just built, like, a He got an old head. Man. He got an old head physique. Yeah, like, it's crazy. Like, the shorts. Yeah. His he traps is crazy. Yeah, it's, it's insane, bro. He's definitely it's looking like... Yeah, that's well, what we need, bro. Kawhi, Facts, bro. We just needed him to put on a little extra weight. Hopefully, he can keep it on, man. Hopefully, that keeps him healthy, too, bro. I hope so. Facts. It's yeah, man. That's great, what great season, man. Yeah, for sure, bro. But, yeah. Facts, man. We want to get Coop to his game, man. We just want to want to thank you guys for tuning in and watching another week, man. And then we're going to yes, catch you on next week. Same time, same place, man. Peace. Yes, sir. Peace, y'all. Conan, kind of a buff hands. Switch the fuck like it was broken. I'm on the road, man. Making plays just like DeRozan. I shoot my shot. And that shit wetter than the ocean. I brag a lot. But with the wind and come the boatsin', I made a lot. From them apartments that I sold and he didn't make it up to college. Sold them streets when he enrolled. And I know I'm a scholar from the moments that I was exposed in.